Beyond the Fairways. With PGA Tour professional Jay Delsing and hosted by four-time Emmy Award-winning broadcaster Dan McLaughlin. Now, it's Beyond the Fairways. Beyond the Fairways presented by Doherty Business Solutions and along with Jay Delsing, I'm Dan McLaughlin. A great guest coming up, somebody that Jay has been trying to line up for many weeks, and it's Barbara Nicholas, the wife of one of the great golfers of all time, if not the best, Jack Nicholas. And they've done so much for golf, for children in their lifetime. And it's going to be great to visit with Barbara Nicholas. Oh, Danny, first of all, it's great to be with you again this week. And Barbara is just, she's one of these human beings that just, when you see her, it's hard not to smile. She, she's so classy. She's, she's so kind. And she's got a heart, uh, this giving heart. You know, I, I, I mean, the moment we jump on the phone with her, we're going to look at each other and go, Really? Yeah. You know what I mean? She's just that sort of person. I also want to find out, being a wife on the PGA Tour, what life is like. Now, different era in terms of when he played, but certainly a lot of parallels to what's happening for family life for someone on the PGA Tour. You experienced that, but what it was like and what it is like to be the wife of Jack Nicklaus. Absolutely, Denny. And one of the things that I can remember happening was – because I got to play with Jackie, uh, their oldest. He went to uh, North Carolina when I was at UCLA. And I can remember him talking about how his dad would fly from this event to this event to here, you know, because they had five children. and He wanted to be a dad. Absolutely. And, and, and he talked about that all the time. And, you know, the funny thing is, Danny, in, in our world today, there's ways of like blowing up your image and everything. The thing that I love about the Nicholases is despite the fact that he's the best player of all time, they're low key people. You know what I mean? They do what they do because they have the genuine heart and they believe it's the right way, right way and the right thing to do. Interesting. You said he's the best player of all time. And some would say, now where's Tiger Woods? Where's player X? But you believe Jack is the best. I really do. You know, Danny, the, the way and what you do off the course matters, right? I hated what happened to Tiger Woods. I hated all the all the attention that got brought to the game and some of the things that happened off the golf course. But the fact that it happened, it happened. It happened. And I mean, yep. and then you look at what Jack's done. He's got more major championships. Look at his life off the golf course. Now, I'm not taking anything away from some of the things that Tiger's done. He's done great things for not only the African-American communities, but the underserved communities. But I think it's pretty un unmistakable. One of the things on Tiger's behalf, his win percentage is much higher than Jack's. Does it come down to majors, though? I think it really does. I mean, yeah. that's the way that's if you talk to Tiger and, and and it might be because of what Jack said in front of him. But I mean, I think I think he would tell you that play yellow initiative. I know you've been behind this. The PGA Tour clearly is behind this and the players of today. They are behind this. And I think it'll be fun to hear the story of why this has transpired and why they got behind this initiative. I, I agree, Danny. Isn't it neat, though, when you start pulling the curtain back a little bit, diving into the weeds and you go, Oh my gosh, there's a story behind that. This, you know, so obviously you and I prep for this this call we're going to have with Mrs. Nicholas, but we know we know a little bit about this young man and I think he's from Ohio where where Jack and Barbara are from and and he got ill. I had no idea. I mean, I can still remember Jack on the 17th green, 86 Masters, the Vern Lundquist uh, yes, sir. call. Yes, sir. And there's a yellow shirt. Pretty I amazing. mean, it's just 
Really cool. And let me ask you this, D. What do you think about the influence of Tiger wearing red? You know, Tiger's looking for his signature. Uh, uh, I, that was not by accident. No, it wasn't. And any Sunday you watch when Tiger was competing, he's wearing the red. Jack is wearing the yellow. And then the players have gotten behind it with the Play Yellow initiative and what the memorial means. It's raised millions of dollars for children's charities across the country. And I think when I was looking... I think Jack and Barbara have built three children's hospitals. Wow. That's I mean, great. I mean, listen, you have a charity that's made over $5 million. This is just one of the charities that you get behind with some other foundational stuff you do. $5 million has changed a lot of lives locally. We've seen it personally. We know this. When you start thinking about hundreds a hospital, of million. what? Yeah, pretty cool. So Barbara Nicholas is coming up. She's our guest on Beyond the Fairways. We'll have our tip segment as well. Innovations in golf and the PGA Tour makes a stop at the John Deere Classic. We'll get into that in our picks of the week. Hey, don't go away, folks. We are hot on these picks. Get some money ready. I thought I had it last week with Morikawa, but I'm happy, though. I don't like to see a guy lose and say I'm happy, but I'm happy for Ricky Fowler. I'm really happy for Fowler, but, man, you had Morikawa, and I was like, we're going to do it again. We're going to do it again today, so it should be fun. This is presented by Darty Business Solutions. Darty Business Solutions, our title sponsor, is a leader in our community in so many areas. Do they have over 2,500 teammates in over 30 states and three countries? Yes, they do. Are they the largest IT consultant firm in our area? Yes, they are. Are they the largest software developer in the region? Yes, they are. But here are a few more important things to know about Darty Business Solutions. They were the presenting sponsor of the Ascension Charity Classic. This is a community game changer. First of all, it builds diversity in the IT workforce. Hundreds of mostly African-American women are getting fifty dollars to $60,000 a year jobs right out of high school. That's right, right out of high school. Ron Darty, company founder, chaired the 2023 Heartball, which supported the local American Heart Association chapters and raised over $600,000 in one evening. These are just a few examples of the many things that Darty Business Solutions do for our community. Darty Business Solutions. It's time for the Beyond the Fairways Player Profile. Let's get back to Jay and Dan. Beyond the Fairways continues, and that's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. And often in sports and in business, when talking about someone's success, you hear about the support system that he or she may have. And there's none better in the game of golf than Barbara Nicholas. And Barbara, thanks for joining us. We certainly appreciate it. Well, it's such a nice compliment that you asked. Oh, my gosh. Barbara, the, the first lady of golf, I think about the things that you've done. And I, I just couldn't, I, I think it would be really, really interesting to, to let the listeners get a little background on you and Jack and how you met and playing the tour back in the days. I think it would be really interesting. Oh, my gosh. That could take a week, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jack and I actually met the first week of our freshman year in college. And, uh, uh, I knew nothing about golf, and he actually really wasn't playing much golf at that time. I mean, just kind of getting into it. And my dad was a high school math teacher, so there was really no golf in our family. And uh, so we just uh, we dated a, the first first quarter in school and got to about uh, the holidays and thought, oh, maybe time to, you know, to maybe see other people. So we did for almost two months, and then 
got back together in February, and we were married between our junior and senior year. So it that, that part kind of flew by. Well, when you are married as long as you guys have been, you have different initiatives in life, whether it's in golf or philanthropy, and that's really the main reason we wanted to talk to you about and, uh, and what you've done for children. How did that all start for you? And maybe you can give our listeners that don't know the background of what you went through as a family, and that's now uh, been able to raise millions of dollars because of a scary incident within your family. Well, I think uh, it all began when our daughter Nan was 11 months old and she started choking and she would choke at home and then be fine by the time I get her to the doctor she'd be fine but at that time he would even run by the house and she'd be fine so finally he said Barbara there's something wrong with this child so they did an x-ray found a little shadow and uh, then they did a bronchoscopy and discovered she had inhaled about nine pieces of blue crayon so, of course, when they got in the windpipe, it was choking her, but when they moved, she was fine. So in the process of doing the bronchoscopy, they dropped the piece of crayon in her lung, which, of course, went into pneumonia, and we sat by an oxygen tent for six days just praying that she was going to make it. So we looked at each other as young parents and said, you know what? If we're ever in a position to help someone, we want it to be children. So we weren't in any position then, but uh, when we were, we just... Um, Uh, started our foundation in 2004 and sort of just helped small agencies and small diseases in in our in our area and uh, then it was interesting uh, Miami Children's Hospital we had done some things with them and they kind of wanted to be a more global hospital so they asked if they could use our name which they now have changed Miami Children's Hospital to Nicholas Children's Hospital So we've come a long way, and we're so proud of what's going on and how we've been able to help children, which is, I think, um, one of my favorite sayings, that a baby is God's opinion that the world should go on. So there's nothing better or more, more, just more wonderful than than a healthy child. Oh, Barbara, I love that saying. And, you know, when I think about the PGA Tour, and you guys were there from, you know, pretty much the inception, if you think, think back uh, did you ever envision where we would be today i mean millions and tens and hundreds of millions of dollars just that golf has raised and then you as a family well i think any any of the golfers uh is so proud of what uh, what's been done the golfers get it jay i mean they just uh uh they want to give back and i i think this generation now the young ones they they really they give back so quickly, and uh, I think it's wonderful. I know I, I think golf gives, gives more to charity than all the other national sports put together. So I think all the guys on the tour are very proud of that. We're proud of them. We're going to get back to some of that, but I'm curious. What was it like when you're watching your husband playing the Masters or playing a, a major, and you're, you're probably biting nails over there? What was that like <laughs> watching him do his thing? Well, you know, it's kind of funny. People accuse me of looking like I'm at a tea party, which uh, I'm really not. But, <laughs> you know, I didn't know golf existed when I met Jack. So actually watching him play, I really didn't know I was supposed to be nervous. So I think I just loved watching him and, uh, you know, obviously got really into it and didn't ever want to miss a, a shot. Barbara, if you could, hold on for just a moment. Need to tell our listeners about Henson Shaving. There's the pains of using a cheap razor. Nick's cuts irritation. There's the annoyance of 
of subscription razors, and that's why you got to meet Henson Shaving. Henson Shaving is a family-owned aerospace parts manufacturer that has made parts for the ISS. That's the International Space Station. They know what they're doing. Razor blades, they're like diving boards. The longer the board, the more wobble, the more wobble, the more nicks, cuts, and scrapes. Bad shave isn't a blade problem. It's an extension problem. They have precision with their razors. It gets better. The razor has built-in channels to evacuate hair and cream, which makes clogging virtually impossible. Henson Shaving wants the best razor, not the best razor business. That means no plastic, no subscriptions, no proprietary blades, and the best razor on the market. The Henson Razor works with standard dual-edge blades to give you that old-school shave with the benefits of new-school tech. Once you own a Henson Razor, it's only about $3.00 to $5 per year to replace the blades. That's it. It's awesome. Jay uses it. I use it. Many listeners have gotten back to us. They use it. It's time to say no to subscriptions and yes to a razor that'll last you a lifetime. Visit hensonshaving.com slash BTF for Beyond the Fairways. Pick the razor for you. Use the promo code BTF and you'll get two years worth of blades free with your razor. Just make sure to add them to your cart. 100 free blades when you head to Henson shaving.com slash BTF and make sure you use the code BTF for beyond the fairways. Barbara, and you think about Gary, I got to play with Jackie in college and just, and Steve playing football at, at uh, Florida state, but also a really good player. The, the offshoots of the game of golf, Barbara, and your, what your, your children have done and the foundations and the golf courses, the communities that people live in, the whole thing has just exploded in, into this massive golf-related thing. Well, you know, it's funny. With all the things you just said in that last spiel, family kind of jumped out at me. And I, I kind of laughed because Jack would fly across country for one of the kids' baseball games uh, He flew between rounds of the Mexican Open for the kids to play a state high school football game. And I think the kids, our kids just thought that's what dads do. Well, now that they're married and have their own, they will say to me, Mom, I can't believe Dad came here. I can't believe Dad came there. And Nan said, and Nan would say to me, Mom, Dad came to more games than the parents that lived in town. So I think that may be what he's most proud of, that uh, he said, I refuse for my kids to go away to college and not know. And believe me, he knew each one of them. I'm sure, too, you're so proud of the Play Yellow initiative. Can you dive into that for our listeners and explain, uh, Barbara, how that all transpired and and what it means to you today? Well, I'll tell you that. I get so emotional when I think of that Play Yellow and how some tiny little thing has grown into this fabulous fundraiser. Uh, My minister's wife called me, and it was in the late 60s, and she said, Barbara, our son Craig has just been diagnosed with Ewing sarcoma. He's a big fan of Jack's. Do you think Jack would ever call him? I said, Mary Lou, of course he would call him. Well, uh, fortunately, this turned out to be a wonderful, uh, very personal friendship, and, and Jack and Craig probably talked at least once a week. And one Sunday night, Jack had called Craig, and it happened to be a tournament he had won that day. And Craig said, Jack, you know why you won that tournament today? Jack said, no, Craig, why? He said, because I had on my lucky yellow shirt. So from then on, Jack said to Craig, he said, well, if you can wear a lucky yellow shirt for me, I can wear a lucky yellow shirt for you. So we didn't say anything publicly. It was just kind of our little thing. But Jack basically wore a yellow shirt most every Sunday that he played. We lost Craig 
1971. He was 13 years old, but his memory has, you know, stayed with us and the love that the two of them had for each other. And happened to be an April day in 1986. We're at the Masters, and it's Sunday of the last round. And Jack's kind of rummaging through his suitcase trying to find something to wear. And he pulls out this yellow shirt, and he looks over at me, and he says, what do you think? I said, Jack, I have to wear it, not only in memory of Craig, but in honor of Craig. So when Jack won the Masters in that day, the yellow shirt story kind of became public. And uh, it's just, it's grown. And I mean, the, uh, in nine, I think it was 2019 at the Players' Championship, Children's Miracle Network and uh, the PGA Tour and our foundation and the two of us uh, came together as a partner, and uh, we made a pledge to raise $100 million in the first five years. And we are very excited that uh, when we have our annual meeting in October that we can uh, actually say we are on track for about $130 million. Funds raised stay locally in the uh, Children's Miracle Network hospitals, which we have about 170 across the U.S. and Canada. So it's just exploded, and so many groups have had uh, 12 sessions or fundraisers for Play Yellow. And I think now when people see Yellow on the golf course, they relate it to Play Yellow. And I think we've gotten a lot of uh, donations that way, that people are just excited to be a part of something that helps children. Barbara, I can I can uh, say with such honor that the Children's Miracle Network asked me to be their, their local chair for the event here. And I have learned more about this play yellow, you know, since you guys became involved and I'm, it's so dynamic and it's got so many of the com, uh, community sponsors involved. It's really special. Well, I think it's just great. I mean, the, the, uh, <clears throat> the birdies for children and the birdie bash and what do you call your swing for miracles? Was that it? And yes. uh, I mean, I think it's just fabulous that a lot of local groups are catching on. And at the Memorial Tournament a uh, couple of years, we would um, give a yellow T-shirt to anyone who came in, came in the gate and donated. So it, it's, it's just it's so emotional for me to think of just a, a wonderful, beautiful friendship between Jack and Craig has grown into such a wonderful fundraiser. What's it mean to you, and Barbara Nicholas is our guest, when you see the players of today wearing the ribbons or wearing that yellow shirt and the pride that you must have as a family to see that uh, transpire on those weekends and those special days. I get very emotional when I see that. But I think it's just indicative of how our golfers today feel. They're not out there for themselves. They're out there for others. And I know some of the pros on the tour now, they'll hear we're having a fundraiser and they'll call. How can I help? I mean, I just it, it's just... Fabulous, I think, how the golf world reacts to this. Barbara, I can just say this as a player, to have someone like the Nicholas family, you and Jack, as at the top of the heap, being this example, I, it's, it's super, super special. It means a ton for us to get to learn and get to see, you know, how this is supposed to be done. You, you talk about how the golfers want to give back. When I first got on tour, 
you know, you always would look to the leaders of the guys on the tour, and that's where the examples are all laid down. And I know that you still have good relationships with Ricky Fowler and a lot of the younger players as well that, that, that kind of come to you for counsel. Yeah, I call Rick, Ricky calls me his other mom. So I was very happy when my little boy won yesterday. Right. When you're at the memorial and the players are coming off on the 18th, I'd love to be a fly on the wall of some of those conversations. Can you uh, pull back the curtain a little bit? What are, what are those conversations like with you, Jack, and a player? Well, you know, really, there's really not much conversation. I mean, they're anxious to get off. They're anxious to sign their scorecards, and they just stop and, uh, you know, just really to be polite to Jack. And, of course, Jack's always thrilled to just say congrats and probably have more conversation later. When, when I think about how you and Jack started and the PGA Tour started and just how, the, I don't know a better description, of, but saying the world was just kind of smaller, you know, I'm not a huge social media fan and things like that, but there are, there are ways to really tell, like to play Yellow Story through Facebook and things like that that never existed. It's really remarkable when you think about how much these initiatives touch people, touch families' lives all across the world now. Well, I don't think any of us was really trying to do that. We just thought it was the right thing to do, and then all of a sudden someone would come in from over here, someone would come in from over there, and we thought, hey, this is really something important and something that we can raise a lot of money and do a lot of good for children, for, for their resources, for, I mean, just whatever, the corporate partners and the industry partners from the tour and the PGA of America. And we just feel like all of a sudden we're reaching communities nationwide, which what could be better. It's fantastic. And one of the things that always interests me, Barbara, when Jack would talk about how many majors he won and said, you know, I was probably good for two or three of those, but Barbara was really responsible for the others. I, I, he probably just looked over and saw me and said that. <laughs> <laughs> he saw you walk in the room. But, Barbara, want to talk, talk a little bit about supporting. I mean, here's the, the best golfer that's ever played. I mean, uh, just a little bit of insight into family life. Because you, here's a guy flying across country to go to, to games and to miss not miss dances and things like that while still trying to compete at the highest level. There had to be some, some down moments. Well, you know, we were married and had Jackie before Jack turned pro. So uh, I not only did not know how to travel with a child, I didn't know how to travel by myself. But uh, I, I think it just all started very innocently. I just thought that was my place to be to, you know, to support him. It, it was, like you said, it was kind of different. It was kind of like a small family back then. If, if someone else's husband happened to be playing better than Jack, I would keep her kids that day. Or vice versa, one of the other wives would keep mine. So it kind of started out like that. And, you know, it's, it's just grown. And I think I think the golfer's wives appreciate everything. And it's very different now. I mean, they have a lot of people traveling with them. And it's very different. And I don't think either one was better. We just thought our realm was the, was the best and the greatest to be in. I, I guess you just, you just do what you do. And I know sometimes uh, some of the gals will ask for a little advice. And I think the main thing that I really like to say to them is just because you become a mother, don't forget that you're a wife. 
And um, I think that says a lot for the gals out there. It really does. And I bet some of those other wives really got to know the Nicholas children because your man played well a lot of times (laughs) over there. You know what? One of the things I can remember when we had Andy North, I think, on the show, and they talked about that where we almost had – this traveling community where your children would be friends with kids that were also parents were playing on the tour and then they'd go home and have a a different set of friends. And my daughters even had that Barbara. And it was really kind of, kind of a special treat when they reunite with other friends. It is special. And I think we still have like Andy and Sue North, we still have that friendship today. So uh, I, I think those are special and that's what you look back on and treasure. Well, Barbara, we'll let you go because we know you're busy and you got a lot of money to raise, so that's always good to talk about. But I'm keep trying. I know you do. So what's the best way for people to find out more about this, educate themselves, and then ultimately, hopefully, donate time and money to what you're doing? Well, um, our foundation is Nicholas Children's Healthcare Foundation, which uh, we formed in 2004, and that benefit, like uh, every penny from the Memorial Tournament goes there, but it's... Every penny that goes through our foundation and stays in Columbus. So every penny that we raise around the country stays where it's where it's raised. So I think we're proud of that. And then the Play Yellow organization is just playyellow.org. So um, like I said, I get so emotional just saying Play Yellow when I think of our precious Craig. So a lot of good things have happened, and Jack and I are very blessed. Barbara, we so appreciate your time. And and. Don't stop anytime soon. This country, we we golfers, we all we all need your support. We all need your guidance. Well, you're very kind, and I'm not so sure about that, but I appreciate. Fun to talk to you guys. Thanks a lot. Thank you so much. Have a great day. It's the breakdown. There it is. A win for the ages. That is better than most. Better than most. Maybe. Yes, sir. Here it is. The return to glory on Beyond the Fairways. What a pleasure to visit with Barbara Nicholas, and what a pleasure to find out just how deep the charitable roots go from that family. Man, I, I mean, we looked at each other, and she came on the on the phone with so much energy, so much light, and so she's uplifting. Three, I think. I think so. Yeah, and just just yeah, just amazing. So I got a kick out of thinking, you know, that the other wives. If their husband was playing well, you know, they'd watch each other's children. And I'm thinking, man, they got to know the Nicholas Five really, really, really well because Jack played well just about every week. But just overall, speaking from my early days on the PGA Tour, which started in 1985, I don't want to say camaraderie because the Jordan Spieth, the it's a different Ricky tour, Fon- though. But it's a it's an entirely different tour, you know. And and people would actually sit around their hotel rooms and barbecue and do things like that, you know, that never happens anymore. The, now the camaraderie goes from we share jet rides together and things <laughs> right. like that, you know. It was a simpler time. The kids were in the pool. Hall of Fame golfers were, you know, hanging out. It, it was it was really really neat to be able to see that. You were just starting your PGA Tour career jack was on the tail end but you've told me many times you had the chance to play with jack nicholas yeah so it it was nothing i'll ever forget i'll tell you a real quick story when i was over doing some work in the senior skins game over in maui and fred couples was there and nick price and fuzzy zeller mark omira all the best players at the time and tom watson and jack was coming in jack was late and every all of us were you know, mitzing around, playing a game and all this other stuff. And then Jack came 
And Danny, the entire mood changed. I bet. All the players, it's like they stood up straight. They all did, you know what I mean? And, and it was all this, it wasn't fear. It was like respect. And they, because they all knew Jack was better. You know, Danny, these are alpha dogs running around on the PGA Tour. And there there is a lot of self-belief out there. And I was like, wow. How nervous were you playing with Jack Nicklaus? And you played with Arnold Palmer as well. I mean, you're playing with the two Adrenaline out of of your mind. So nervous a little bit? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, you don't want to stink up the joint too bad. You know, and and, but by the same token, you're like, "Eh, I'd like to be able to say. I beat him. Yeah, I beat him. So (laughs) And did you? I I did. Oh wow! I yeah, I think just by one, but um, yeah, it was fun. It, not many people. Jaber can say I beat Jack Nicholas. Well, I think there was a slight age difference. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I'd beat him right now, and yeah. he's eighty plus. Oh my gosh, it was. Uh, I I was pretty fired up. I mean, I had a hard time sleeping the night before. I bet you know you get your tea time and you're kind of like, whoa, okay, gotta get you. You know, let's keep this together. You know, let <laughs> you know. And Danny, it meant the world to me. And Jack. Probably over there, like whatever, <laughs> you, know? you know. But it was it was great, and I think back, or I mean, I think around how much money this family is raised, and you know, Gary Nicholas, Steve Nicholas, Jackie—they're all involved in the golf course design. But I mean, we didn't even talk about the golf course design, Danny. Over four hundred golf courses in over forty-five countries. We're gonna get to that, and that'll be part of our tip segment in terms of. How to play maybe a Jack Nicholas design course. There are certain things that stand out about his courses as opposed to others. I'll wrap up this segment, though. I found it really interesting how emotional she talked about. I get emotional, meaning Barbara Nicholas, when I talk about this. It still means so much to her. It means so much to their family, what they've been able to do. Yeah, it's the driving force. You can tell these guys are the driving force. When Bringing that up conjures up that much emotion from someone who, look, they started in 2004, but Danny, it started way before then. It started way before then. These guys have been doing this for decades, and the fact that she's still that passionate about it, man, what a great thing for golf. What a great thing for all of these communities, Columbus, the Florida areas, Miami hospitals, now called the the Nicholas Hospital, and and it goes on and on. So that's Jay Delsing. I'm Dan McLaughlin. This is Beyond the Fairways. Coming up, we're going to talk about Nicholas Design Courses. This is presented by Darty Business Solutions. Darty Business Solutions, our title sponsor, is a leader in our community in so many areas. Do they have over 2,500 teammates in over 30 states and three countries? Yes, they do. Are they the largest IT consultant firm in our area? Yes, they are. Are they the largest software developer in the region? Yes, they are. But here are a few more important things to know about Darty Business Solutions. They were the presenting sponsor of the Ascension Charity Classic. This is a community game changer. First of all, it builds diversity in the IT workforce. Hundreds of mostly African-American women are getting fifty dollars to $60,000 a year jobs right out of high school. That's right, right out of high school. Ron Darty, company founder, chaired the 2023 Heartball, which supported the local American Heart Association chapters and raised over $600,000 in one evening. These are just a few examples of the many things that Darty Business Solutions do for our community. Darty Business Solutions. Have you ever wanted tips from a PGA pro? 
It's the tips segment on Beyond the Fairways with PGA professional Jay Delsing and four-time Emmy Award-winning broadcaster Dan McLaughlin. Tip segment is about golf course design. Let's just start with that because Nicholas design courses are all over the country, all over the world. So how do you design a golf course? How does that simply happen? Well, first of all, you got to have land, right? You got to have land. One of our good friends, Cord Dabrowski, had a Jack Nicholas golf course design down in Cape Girardeau, and it is a world-class, world-renowned golf course. He's a friend of the show, and so you've got to have land. The other thing is, Danny, most people make it a community sort of thing. So there's going to be houses along with it, and it, and they're going to really try to make money off the houses. The golf course is going to be the showcase, and the houses are going to be strewn along the golf course. But they didn't do that down at um, Dalhousie. Dalhousie is not a housing development. Dalhousie is a golf club. And so there's different ways to do it. But the, it starts with the land, and it starts with some pretty well-heeled people because this is not an inexpensive endeavor. Absolutely. So a Nicholas designer, there's certainly attributes to what he brings to his design that you'll see across the board. Yeah, I believe that Jack, from top to bottom, now there are other great ones. Fazio's great, and and. Michael Herdzan and Dana Fry do a great job, and uh, Gil Hans, who's who's super hot right now, and we're going to get on the show. It, it does a great job, but the Nicholas companies to me seem to have just a, a little higher level of development from top to bottom. And one of the things when I was playing a Nicholas golf course, Danny, I knew that the green surfaces themselves were going to be pristine, fun to putt, fast, smooth, and true. Now some of the greens are crazy. You know, with slopes as you've seen, and crazy, I mean hard. You're right. You know what I mean? I, it's, it's, you got to go up one level and down another and things like that. But if you look back and play some of the golf courses in Europe and some of the des- early designs, they definitely that influence on Jack. And it's pretty neat, you know, because here's a guy that grew up in the Midwest and then started traveling the world. And now starts designing golf courses, and he's got all of these things in his head, and it's it's neat to see them come out like that. So when you're bringing that up, how does it change and where you're at climate-wise and how you make a golf course? I'm assuming it changes the design from the, the get-go. Oh, Danny, spot on, and that's a great call there because certain places you go, there there's going to be things that are more indigenous to that area. So you're going to go into Florida and you're going to you're going to deal with Bermuda grasses and things like that. You come to the Midwest and you're going to have azoysia grasses and things like that that, that, that drive well. But if you go up north, you're going to have bent grass. You know, so up in the Michigan areas and some of the Ohio areas and the cooler climates. So, yeah, the, you, you've you got to be able to know what's important for the area that you're designing in. It's part of his signature, you know. The other thing that stands out to me, Danny, and this lets me know what an unbelievable iron player he was. Jack's green complexes are extremely difficult for the average golfer almost impossible. And he, if you're standing out in the fairway, say you're lucky enough to hit a fairway and Jack's usually very generous off the tee. These greens angle at just slight 45 degree angles. For, so where they put the flag stick, a lot of times Danny, there's not a lot of room. You've got to be precise and it lets me know how good Jack was. So Jack Nicholas design, part of our tip segment and coming up, we'll get into the innovations of golf and in particular, the charitable efforts in golf from when you play to what we see now, as Barbara Nicholas said, 
Collectively, golf is more in terms of raising money than the other major professional sports altogether. Pretty impressive. We'll talk about that. This is Beyond the Fairways presented by Darty Business Solutions. The world of golf is ever-evolving. It's time for equipment and innovations in golf. On Beyond the Fairways. Our theme on this show, Jack and Barbara Nicholas and what they've done for the game of golf. We were just talking about golf design, but what about the charitable efforts of what golf has meant? In particular, the PGA Tour. And then you can break it down to your local area that's having a, you know, all of a sudden a foursome comes together and they're raising money uh, for scrambles of various charities. So golf in itself is just a provider for so many different charities around the world. Danny, it is. I mean, you yourself, you've had a tournament for special need kids that raised over $5 million. And that's just one of the things you do. This thing, I, I refer to it as a is a societal powerhouse this game the nfl is our most popular sport in our country by a long shot and nobody's playing football to raise money <laughs> no nobody's You're not going football. on a monday and saying let's let's lace them up and <laughs> let's, let's, let's put, put a helmet, helmet on i'd be like i'm out yeah. but um to watch what they've what what they've done the pga tour has paved the way Right. Thank God for people like Jack Nicholas, Arnold Palmer, the greats that would be Byron Nelson, Bob Golby, our local hero. And the list goes on and on. These guys had the charitable heart and the desire to, to lay the foundation for this sort of stuff. So when I got on tour, my head was on a swivel tee. I kept looking around going, oh, okay, we're doing the pro-am. Oh, you know, and then uh, I can remember my my rookie on tour, Chi-Chi Rodriguez came up to me and said, Jay, would you come down to Puerto Rico for Chi-Chi's kids thing? And I said, of course I will. You know, so I went down to Puerto Rico and teed it up. I don't speak Spanish, was kind of Spanglish down there. And it was awesome. You learn, you know, and it's like, I, I had my mind, Danny, I'm going to bring some of my the tour players back to St. Louis and raise money for something that's important to me. And these guys do, my friends would do that. So I'd go, you know, with Olin Brown, I'd go to Mark Wiebe's place. I'd go to DA Wybring had something in Quincy, Illinois. All of these guys have like pet charities sure. and, and then they, they call their buddies and we all come in. So the purses have changed in golf. Have the purses changed dramatically in terms of the money raised off the PGA tour? Yeah, no, no question about it. And it's just as things have escalated, you know, Danny, one of the things that's really impressive is look at what, look at the list of the sponsors that we have on the PGA tour from Coca-Cola to Mercedes Benz to the list goes on and on. You see Rolex commercials every time you watch golf and it's almost like but we have the top of the top sponsors that love golf and our demographic speaks to that so the people that listen to golf play golf participate in golf are usually a little higher educated have a little more disposable income and things like that so from a marketing perspective that's where people want to try to spend their dollars. One of those uh, sponsors, John Deere. The John Deere Classic is taking place, and we're going to talk about that in terms of our picks of the week. Dark horses as well. We have been hot, so stay with us. This is Beyond the Fairways presented by Darty Business Solutions. Darty Business Solutions, our title sponsor, is a leader in our community in so many areas. Do they have over 2,500 teammates in over 30 states and three countries? Yes, they do. Are they the largest IT consultant firm in our area? Yes, they are. 
Are they the largest software developer in the region? Yes, they are. But here are a few more important things to know about Darty Business Solutions. They were the presenting sponsor of the Ascension Charity Classic. This is a community game changer. First of all, it builds diversity in the IT workforce. Hundreds of mostly African-American women are getting fifty dollars to $60,000 a year jobs right out of high school. That's right, right out of high school. Ron Darty, company founder, shared the 2023 Heartball, which supported the local American Heart Association chapters and raised over $600,000 in one evening. These are just a few examples of the many things that Darty Business Solutions do for our community. Darty Business Solutions. Where do we find the best golfers in the world this week? It's time for the Picks segment on Beyond the Fairways. PGA Tour stop is at the John Deere Classic and not a great field. You've got like nine or ten of the top 50 in the world competing in this. A lot of players are talking about getting ready for the British Open, so that's in a couple weeks. You can understand that. It's not a huge tournament, but yet uh, you know this tournament well. It's a fun tournament and a lot of scores can go low. Oh, Danny, you start making birdies as soon as you drive into the Quad Cities area, but I got to say something about John Deere and the people of... So the Quad Cities area consists of Davenport and Bettendorf, Iowa, Moline, and Rock Island, Illinois. They all sit right there on the river. And these guys do a phenomenal job. They put on a great event. The crowds are ridiculous. The community is all involved. And they raise a boatload of money for that community. It's one thing, and this is going to be interesting, Danny, to see what happens. We've got the PIF. we got all this live crap, all of these global, you know, the game going more global. And then you got John Deere. And they've been a partner forever, and it'll be interesting, and I hope they stick around, and I hope we take care of them because we would have been nothing without them. And they've it, what they do, when you go to a small community like them, and, you, and you're a professional golfer, you go to L.A., and there's, oh, there's the Lakers, there's the Dodgers. You go there, and this is it. Yeah, this is the game in town. And it means a lot to them. I mean, and they, and they show up, and they really make you feel like that. Because the field isn't stacked, one guy that I'm going to go with that is a name that – has been really close and just seems like week in and week out is within the top 10, within the top 15, within the top 20, making a run. And I'm going to go with uh, Cameron Young is my favorite to win this weekend. I like Cameron Young. Uh, he's had a, he had a, I mean, it's hard to imagine that we're talking about Cameron Young in only a second year on the PGA Tour, Danny. He had a phenomenal rookie year. He's already made a really good name for himself, but he has not won. And I, and I think he's just right around the corner. And my, my pick is in a very similar boat. He's been out there a lot longer. He's one of the best putters that the tour has ever seen, and that's Denny McCarthy. I like that. Emilio Grillo. Emiliano very nice, Grillo. very nice. So he won the Charles Schwab Challenge. He was tied uh, for 48th at the Memorial, but just uh, recently he was something like two or three shots off of winning this particular tournament. So a lot of times, as you well know, Jay, if a guy has success at a tournament, it just seems like it feeds on it the next year and the year after that. Not always, but many times it does. So that's my dark horse for this week. I love it. And in the term of dark horses, you have horses for courses on the PGA Tour. And I loved when I got to go play in Memphis. I love the, I South, put my money on the you. Southland Golf Course. And it's a lot of fun. I'm going to go with a good friend and a guy 
guy that's really been trending up, Lucas Glover. He's struggled a lot with his putting. He's dealing with some yips and things like that. But he had a good event last week, uh, finished fourth at the Rocket, and uh, a great guy, former U.S. Open champ, and so he's going to be my dark horse. I like it. This has been so much fun. Barbara Nicholas, you worked very hard to get her to be part of the show and uh, to listen to what she has to say. That was fun, man. That was a great job by you. Oh, Danny, thanks. But it's, I mean, it just, you look at her and listen to her. And I mean, as soon as she came on the air, we looked at each other like, wow. This is you great. Know, yeah, it's really fun. And, and she's got a lot to say, you know, and I think people will be interested. So Beyond the Fairways, it's dropped every Wednesday. We've had huge guests, David Faraday, Tom Watson, Gary McCord, Andy North. List goes on and on. And now we can add the name of Barbara Nicholas. So For Jay, I'm Dan, and this has been presented by Doherty Business Solutions. Mm